Hello, everyone. Welcome to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. Find out what you need to know about preparedness, get all the latest tips from experts in the field, and learn what to do before the next disaster strikes. From the emergency management department in the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Omar Bourne and Allison Panisi. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening. I'm Omar Bourne. And I'm Allison Panisi. Thank you for joining us for our first show. We want you to come back as often as you can and feel free to add Prep Talk to your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. You can also follow us on social media. Now let's get into the show. That's right, Allison. We have a packed show for you. Today we're talking about Plan Now NYC. If you haven't heard about it, it's an interactive website designed to engage New Yorkers about possible emergency scenarios. Now check this out. The site walks you through how you can make a plan and how you can prepare for and respond to no-notice emergencies. So our two distinguished guests have been public servants in the city for decades and have played key roles in creating this website. Our first guest is not only Commissioner for New York City Emergency Management, but he also served in the NYPD for more than 40 years and for more than 12 years was NYPD's top-ranking uniformed officer. Please, everyone, welcome Commissioner Joseph Esposito. Thank you, folks. Thanks for having us on today. Appreciate it. And joining Commissioner Esposito is the Chief of Counterterrorism and Emergency Preparedness for the New York City Fire Department. He was the first chief at the World Trade Center attacks on the morning of September 11th and is the founding director of the FDNY Center for Terrorism and Disaster Preparedness. Chief Joseph Pfeiffer, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you very much. Now, you've both worked for New York City for many years and have seen many emergency events, including the September 11th attacks. How has this experience shaped what you do today? Chief Ivey, you want to kick it off? Go ahead. I, I, I think September 11th changed all of us. Matter of fact, we can call it a global trauma. It affects how we think about ourselves and, and how we think about the, the, the fire department, the police department, and emergency management. Um, not only do we have to deal with fires and emergencies, but now we all have to think about terrorist events. And how do we prepare for those events? How do we prepare our first responders? And just as important, how do we prepare the, the, the citizens of, of New York City and, and the visitors? Yeah. And, and you said, how has it uh, really shaped what we do today? Well, before 9-11, I think a terrorist attack was probably the, one of the last things we thought about uh, in the PD, emergency management, FD, no matter what the agency was, I think that was probably the last thing we thought about. Now, it's the first thing we think about. When we hear about an explosion, when we hear about a fire, a building collapse, uh, whatever it is, uh, a big a big, a big vehicle accident, we think, is it, is it an attack? An attack. And, and that's what... Uh, is in the forefront of our minds now. Uh, we're all thinking out of the box now. I think, uh, as I said, terrorism is the first thing we're thinking about. And and uh, what our mindset is, you have to be ready for the unexpected now. Right. Uh, you know, we, we always had a routine. Before 9-11, we had a routine. Police, emergency management, FD, building department, DOT, whatever the agency was. Okay, we had a, a set set of plans, how to, how to react to things. That all went out the window on September 11th. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, I know we can all agree that September 11th was a devastating event. Um, some of us remember it vividly, I know I do, um, but some people may not or may not have thought about how to prepare. Um, what do you think that people should be doing to prepare for emergencies? Joe, go ahead. People, people have to look at, at where they work, where they live, and, and how, what do I need to do 
So, so as we prepare for emergencies and, and we, we, we look at September the 11th and we look at um, office buildings. So when people are at work in the office buildings, do they know where to go? Do they know where to get information? Do they know what to do? So we're, we're asking people to come to, the, to, to a, a website and to look and gather information on, uh, on what to do. Yeah. And people have got to have a plan. I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll hear that, that theme throughout this whole podcast and what, what we do here at Emergency Management and FDPD. Everyone has to have a plan, especially after 9-11. Again, before 9-11, uh, if, if a fire broke out, you went for the nearest exit and you got out. Uh, if you heard about a shooting, uh, maybe you went indoors, but now it's more, it's more. You've got to have a plan because if something does happen, and whether it's a terrorist attack or just a big event, you've got to have a plan for yourself and your family. And that's what I think is in the forefront of what we're doing here in the city now, trying to get people as prepared as possible for the unexpected. And it's more about personal preparedness. And I think that's uh, one of the messages that kind of was lost prior to 9-11. But now in the society in which we live, today's day and age, it's more about personal preparedness. Now, New York City has a lot of resources to help people prepare for emergencies. And you can visit our website nyc.gov slash emergency management to learn more. Most recently, uh, New York City Emergency Management launched Plan Now NYC in partnership with the fire department, PD, MTA, and the health department. Now, the website is really a one-stop shop for walking people through how they can be prepared and aware for no-notice emergencies, including terrorist attacks. What can people expect to learn from the Plan Now NYC website? Well, you know, I think with any event, people probably have a conception of what they want to do if something were to happen. Right. But this really will walk you through what we feel are the best practices for when something were to happen. For instance, terrorism, it's, it's, it's run, it's hide, and it's attack. Those are the three things that we've come up with when there's a terrorist attack. Get, flee the scene is your first option. Secondly, hide if you can't get out of there. And third, as a last resort, would be to uh, attack if if you're if put into that position. So these are things that I think we have to, as these as the city, uh, uh, it's our responsibility to make sure that that the folks that are out there make plans and make proper plans. And that's what you'll get on on our website. Uh, and Commissioner, I'm I'm very excited about your website because it's. It's short, and it tells me what I need. Right. So, for for example, the website is is not a, a pages of, of of what to do. It's small checklist. So, how do I control bleeding? How do I control bleeding of if if someone is shot? Um, and and in just a couple of bullet points, it tells us how to do that. Um, another area which I like a lot is. Should I stay or should I go? Right. It's, it's a question people ask. If, if this occurs, do I run out or do I stay in the building? And in a couple bullet points, this website allows people to know what to do and, and, and what not to do. That's a great point, Chief, and uh, thank you for, for bringing that up. Uh, what we find is you can't address the public and give them a 20-page booklet on, on what to do and how to be ready. We right. try and, and, and uh, get it down to its its shortest form so that people will, it'll, it, they'll retain, it'll retain their attention, yeah. they'll learn something, and uh, short and sweet is, is really the message. Yeah, people have short attention spans nowadays, uh, yep. so that's what's so good, it's, it's, it's concise uh, and it's to the point. 
Mm-hmm. One of the things I love about Plan Now NYC is that it not only offers tips for people who live in the city, right. but even for commuters, because there's so many people, I think often people forget how many people live outside of, you know, the, the five boroughs. They might live in New Jersey, they might live on Long Island, they might even live in Connecticut, and they come into the city to work. Um, what are some of the key tips for people who are traveling to New York City or work in New York City to keep in mind should an event occur here and they're not able to get home? Well, that, that's a very good point. You, you mean, so many people, not just people working, but the tourists that come in here. And, and I like to try and get into the tourists, the hotel. We're going to the hotels and trying to uh, uh, engage the hotels so that they can uh, uh, advise their, their, their visitors on how to react and say, in case something would have happened. But we have so many people that come into the city on a daily basis. And, and what happened after 9-11? Your biggest concern was, where's my family? Right. How are they? Are they safe? Uh, do I need to meet them? Where do I where do I go to meet them? And that's part of what we we walk you through in emergency management uh, is to make a plan so that you can get the message out to your loved ones about about how you are and where you are. Yeah, Commissioner, that's great. We're making plans. We're learning how to do that, and and for people to come into the city to to be concerned about how do I how do I deal with with my family that's expecting me home and I can't get out of the city because the, the, the transportation is, is, is knocked down. But the, the other thing this, this the website does, it gives us tips. Mm-hmm. So if I'm stuck in the city or if my cell phone doesn't work because everybody's on the cell phone at the same time to, you know, during an emergency, right. um, what do I do? And the website says text. You could text message. Not only is the chances of getting through better, but if you're in the city for a long time, you're able to save save the battery. battery. We all know our, our batteries die way too soon. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stay tuned. We have a lot more ahead on today's show. Coming up, find out what Commissioner Esposito and Chief Pfeiffer are doing to make sure that the city is as ready as possible for any incident that might happen. And still to come, what keeps these emergency managers up at night? We have the answers. But first, here's Bushra with our Prep Talk Tip of the Week. Thank you, Omar and Allison. Today, I'm going to give you some quick tips on how to keep your phone charged when disaster strikes. Turn off your Wi-Fi or Bluetooth if you're not using them. Text. Do not call. Turn off your push notifications. Revoke background app access. And last but not least, conserve your battery power. Do not use your phone unless it's for emergency information. Your games can wait. For more information on how you can be prepared, visit nyc.gov slash plan now. That's it for our tip of the week. I'm Bushra. Thank you, Bushra. We're chatting with New York City Emergency Management Commissioner Joseph Esposito and Chief of Counterterrorism and Emergency Preparedness for the New York City Fire Department, Joseph Pfeiffer. From an emergency management standpoint and perspective, what are you doing as a leader to ensure that the city is as ready as possible for any event that might happen? I can sum it up in three words. Yeah. Outreach, mm-hmm. outreach, outreach. <laughs> That's that. We, we, I don't, I think we could do more. Right. We're getting our message out to the public, to the people that need us the most. Uh, you know, the inner city folks, the people that are out there from day to day, working uh, every day, just making ends meet. We got to get our message out to them. Those are the folks that are uh, probably going to be impacted the most. And uh, we're trying to get out to every person in this city 
to have a plan. And again, I keep mentioning plan. That's what it's about. But we're going out to schools. We have a, a Ready Girl program where we have one of our staff is dresses as a superhero, Ready Girl. She goes out and, and interacts with kids in schools. We find that the earlier we can get that message out to be ready for an incident, the the better off we'll be and the more likely that the public will take it as they move up in life and age, they will continue to uh, keep that in their mind to be prepared. And that, that's the key, outreach and, and preparation. Chief Pfeiffer. Um, you, you, you know, Commissioner, you're talking about starting it um, early, and, and I, I totally agree with that, and I think that's really important. What, what over the years we've learned on the fire side, and every child in school knows, stop, drop, and roll. It's, mm -hmm. it's part of who they are. Well, what we're trying to do on the, on the emergency management and, 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 the, and the fire department is to have that same thing. What's my plan? What do I need to do? And what do I need to do now? So, so what, one, of the, one of the things that, that's, um, that everyone knows is if you see something, say, say something. something. Yeah. What we're trying to do and what we're saying now is, is we're adding to that. Um, see something, say something, and do something. Right. Absolutely. So we're, we're telling people you can do something if, if you're caught in a, 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 a terrorist event, a natural disaster, or just an accident. And, and this website um, gives you some of the tools to do something. And uh, those tools can may, may be a difference between life and death. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've been talking about terrorism, we've been talking about general emergencies. Um, we know that these are not comfortable topics to discuss, um, but what do you hope that people will take away from your work to help prepare the city? Well, I, I would hope that, uh, uh, you know, they would have in their mind, be ready for the unexpected. Again, before 9-11, before the world has changed the way it has changed in the last 15 years or so, uh, we may have thought about what do we do if we got into a fire or a certain situation, but we didn't think about uh, a terrorism attack. What happens if somebody drives a car down, down the sidewalk? What happens if somebody detonates an explosion near where you work? Uh, people have got to be ready for the unexpected, and that's the message that we put out there. You don't know what's coming down uh, the pike, but you've got to be ready for it. Mm -hmm. It, it, being ready is, is something we teach our, our responders. We, yeah. we, we, we train them for, for, for different types of incidents. But now we're saying we want to train the public. Okay. And that it's also a responsibility for the public to be, to, to be ready, as we would want our police and our firefighters and our, our emergency medical and paramedics. Yeah, it's almost as if preparedness now doesn't just stop uh, with the first responders. Now, as an individual, mm -hmm. I have to have some type of awareness uh, of how I should be prepared uh, on a daily basis, because you just never know, as Commissioner Esposito said, you have to be prepared for the unexpected. Now, the question that I think everyone, uh, all of our listeners would like an answer to is, what keeps you up at night as an emergency manager? Well, it's a couple of things. First, uh, the, the natural one that everyone I'm sure is, is going to say is being uh, 
not being ready for the unexpected. Right. Have we thought of every scenario? We have dozens and dozens of plans in this city how to deal with all types of emergencies. But what have we not thought of? What have we not planned for? Uh, and that's, that's sort of what keeps me up at night. There's something that we as an agency, as a city, didn't think about and didn't prepare for. And the other side of it is uh, what keeps me up at night is that our public really is not as ready as I think as they should be. And that's why this is so important, uh, to get the message out, to uh, be ready for the unexpected, have a plan for yourself, have a plan for your family, have a plan for your loved ones. Chief Pfeiffer. In, in my job, there's a lot of things I have to worry about, um, from the terrorist attacks to uh, hurricanes. Um, but I, I think what we're looking at now is, is, uh, is the vertical environment. Okay. What's the risk in our, our high-rise buildings, which is the, the economy of our, our country, and, and how do we prepare for that? So we just held a, a conference on vertical preparedness at, at the new One World Trade Center with FDNY, NYPD, um, emergency management, and, and we also brought in the building owners and managers, right. and, and we told them, you're responsible too. And, and we also brought in hospitals and trauma centers. So what we're looking for is if the if the unknown happens, that from the from the person in the building to the first responders and the building owners, all the way through the hospitals, we have a, a system, an entire system, a whole of, of city that can 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 help each other and and uh, and, and increase. Um, safety for 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 our people, and it's and it's about everyone working together uh, to make sure that we're all prepared and that we're all safe. Uh, Commissioner Esposito, Chief Pfeiffer, I want to thank you both for uh, being with us on the show today. It's been great, a wealth of knowledge. And for our listeners, Plan Now NYC. Uh, check out the website sometime. Thank you guys for listening. That's this week's podcast of Prep Talk. Like what you heard? Listen anytime by subscribing and be sure to visit us online at nyc.gov slash emergency management. Until next time, stay safe and prepared.